Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're on the line with Jamal Meeks, former Indiana Hoosier, number 23, 1992. And I'm on the beat with Jim Cole. Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sellersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. Welcome back to Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle Leary coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, powered by rivals here on this Friday. Uh, joined now by Trey Kaufman, big name down in southern Indiana, across the state of Indiana. Trey, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Betcha. Former IU player Todd Leary on board with us as well. Good morning, Trey. How are you, buddy? I'm doing fine. Great. Man, it's a weird time for all of us, Trey. How how are you managing through this uh all this quarantining and all that business? Um, well for me, I'm more of a introvert anyway. So I think I'm doing the the same thing. It's just working out, um, trying to finish my homework and um staying inside, staying safe. Man, that's hearing kids talk about that is great, especially when you have one like me. I'm like, I hope my daughter's putting her her Mind to her schoolwork like you are, but I think she is. But yeah, how tough is that staying focused on that stuff? I mean, because when, when you're in school, I, someone like me, I needed that that teacher and whatnot to keep me on focus. But it sounds like you do a pretty good job of doing that yourself. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's hard, um, especially because uh, our school didn't know exactly what to do with the whole e-learning process. Um, I think you know everybody's learning as we go, but. Uh, I think this week was for us the best week. So now I uh, I'm from Southern down in Southern Indiana with Floyd Central. Todd Leary, my partner here, he went to Lawrence North every day. I got to listen to him talk about how good Indiana Indianapolis basketball is and Southern Indiana balls, hick ball, and all this stuff. Would you please explain to my man Todd how good Southern Indiana basketball is, Tree? Um. <laughs> I think Southern Indiana basketball is really overrated. I mean, uh, underrated, my bad. Um, I think, you know, you have teams that just know how to play basketball, um, whether it's a game plan. And you can't say that for a lot of areas um, in, in in America as far as just knowing how to play, having the right coaching staff, um, and wanting to win. And I think that's what Southern Indiana has that um, a lot of places don't. Booyah. There you go, Mr. Leary. I, hey, look, I, I've always said that as long as you, once you get south of Indianapolis, it's a di- it's it's not that they're not good. It's just a different state, it's a different part of the state. And, and you know, a, a lot of my buddies that I came into IU with were from the southern part of the state. A lot of guys I played with were from southern Indiana. So we obviously had the the conversations all the time in practice and, and throughout our career about uh, if they played in Indianapolis, you know, they, they would have ended up playing at Valpo or somewhere like that because uh, they wouldn't have got the notoriety they do in southern Indiana. But it's all just in fun, joking. Uh, I, I'm really like I want to know from a kid your age. It really affects you, you as much as anyone. So the AAU, 
I guess, missed opportunity to, to go out and play, you know, the, the April and May national tournaments in front of the coaches and that stuff is obviously not going to happen and, and not happening. Have you heard or do, is there any plans for uh, maybe extending the, the year through the end of the summer and play in July and August maybe? Are they still hopefully trying to squeeze in the July AAU, Trey? Um, they're, you know, they're shooting for the July AAU. Um, and yeah, I think, sorry, I think that, um, it is a bummer because, um, as somebody that plays AAU, this is the year that you're looking forward to. Right. Um, then just going out and seeing the guys, like I, I don't talk to a lot of the guys that are on the team other than when I do play AAU and just traveling and just the whole fun aspect is just as much as part as the recruiting. Yeah, I mean, I was I was involved. I have three boys that uh, are all you know low twenties, high teens right now. I have one son that's your age, actually, that plays at Carmel. But uh, the the AAU aspect, the games are fun. Uh, I got to coach and travel with our team out of Indianapolis for for several years, and and the traveling with the families and the other kids, and and getting to spend the weekends and and going all over the country to these big tournaments. I mean, that truly was. It, the the games were great, but the fun part was the camaraderie and playing and all the kids messing around and going to, you know, theme parks and stuff and the different places that we went to. So just the missed opportunity. You you are the, you are the age where this is the most important season for you. you you're not going to have any issue. You have every offer, you know, you could want. You're going to be able to go wherever you want. But there's a lot of kids across the country that are going to miss out on an opportunity that was their most important year. AAU wise. And, and, uh, you know, it's just, that, that's the real sad part of this, your age specifically, that 2021 class is the one that is going to get hurt the most from, from, you know, not the big time division one, not the guys like you, but the guys a little bit farther down on the totem pole are going to struggle with, with recruiting. Yep. I agree. So how's this it's affected uh, your recruiting? I know it makes it more difficult, and it's probably not uh, what you were looking forward to as far as getting to go out and, and make all the visits as, as uh, you would like to. I'm sure they'll get back to that, but uh, are you missing out on getting to do that stuff this summer? Uh, Yes. Yeah, I am. Um, I think coaches are still um, pushing for Zoom calls and, I guess, Zoom visits and um, that whole deal, so I'm, I'm figuring out that aspect. but. Um, I do think it's a missed, like you said, a missed opportunity um, for me. What, what did you enjoy? What are you enjoying or had been enjoying about the recruiting aspect before it was disrupted? I mean, uh, getting to go on a visit to see these different universities and see the facilities. You said uh, what part did I enjoy? Yeah, what, what's what's the part of it? Do you did you get to? Yeah, what did you take any official visits? Where did you go to? I went to Indiana and Purdue. Official visits. When you go on a visit, what are you looking for? You said, "What am I looking like?" Yeah, what do you, what do you like to see when you're on these visits? What what uh, are you looking to, uh, to to learn about these places when you go? Um, I mean, just a lot of things. Um, taking all the information in, and um, I mean, I, I want to major in physics, and so that was a big big part that I wanted to see on the visit. Um, I said I want to see the guys that were there and who I play with. Uh, I want to see the atmosphere. I mean, there's just a lot of things that I would get to see if uh, you know on the official visit. Physics, holy cow! Uh, that just you had me at physics, and I stopped I in my tracks. I can't even spell it. I can't even spell it. Like that. man, 
you you lost us there, Trey. I mean, you obviously are the, the academic side of it is is uh, I mean, it, trying to to put the two together, the the student and the athlete is really difficult to do. And um, you know, there are guys who who just make that transition great, and and to have that know that's what you're looking at already as a junior in high school is is I mean, you're well you're well be ahead of most of the guys in your position. So I, I commend you for that. And, um, you know, both, both of those schools, I'll, every school you're going to have an opportunity to go to, um, you know, you, you are, uh, you're, you're putting yourself in a good position and I truly commend you for having the academic aspect of it as, as a big part of your decision-making process. And, um, you know, obviously we're, we're Indiana fans. We're hoping that, uh, you know, that's the choice that you make, but, you sound like a, a kid and all, everything that I've heard about you from other coaches and AAU programs is, is you really have your head on your shoulders and, and you'll make a good decision. So we, we give you a ton of re respect for that. And, and hopefully things go easy for you and you figure out a way through this tough process. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, hey, Trey, uh, as far as your timing of your decision, has this affected that in all the this the COVID-19 stuff? Or, uh, do you have a timeline? Do you have an idea when you think you're going to want to get that out of the way? Um, I think as far as Lee said, the COVID-19, I think we're kind of waiting, um, just seeing what's going to happen. Um, I don't think it's going to affect my timeline. I think I'll make the right decision when I feel it's the right decision. Um, but I'm just, I guess I'm trying to make sure that everything's a perfect fit and, um, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm waiting on. So you don't have a time set in your head, Hey, I'm going to make this decision at this time before next school year or then it's just, it could happen tomorrow or any time between tomorrow and whenever sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like you said, I don't have a specific timeline. Um, I haven't marked it out. I, I think that's a smart decision on your part, Trey, in that it doesn't, it doesn't put parameters on you where you've got to try to squeeze a bunch of information in. And, and, and you know, I, I truly, I mean, I already said it, but I commend you on trying to gather all, all the information and, and figure out what the best fit is. I mean, we see it every day. I mean, kids going into transfer portals and people leaving programs here and going there. So you making a decision right now, you know, may not, it, it may not be the same school. It may not have the same people there, you know, six months from now that it has right now. So I, I commend you in taking your time and making that process and gathering all the information. But feel right. free to go ahead and make your yeah, decision now. Yeah, but feel now. free. If, unless it's Indiana, <laughs> I think they feel free to go ahead and do that anytime you want. Hey, when you're, when, who do you pattern your game after? Did you grow up when you were growing up? Who was the guys you, you like to emulate uh, game-wise? Did you watch, play? Uh, uh, that's a question from Ryan and on the text line from Michigan. Um, who did I pattern my game after? I think, you know, growing up, I didn't really have a, uh, I guess I was rivals with everybody. So I didn't really have somebody that I was like, man, I want to be like them. Um, I think me, I was just more competitive. I, I tried to take something from everybody I saw, whether it was a high school player, an NBA player. Um, so I don't think there's one person that specifically, um, I built my game after. And I think that's why I've been, uh, one of, the good parts of my game is how versatile. Definitely. I mean, being a big guy that can step out and knock down the three pointer. I mean, I know that that is something that you've really worked on adding to the game, that versatility, because that is something that is invaluable. Right. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, 
I think growing up, I've always been a five. I was always taller than people. And then seeing that, you know, I could, could go to college, um, could go farther, um, made me realize I really need to, like you said, work on things outside of just in the post and trying to be more of a three. So I think this last summer was the, was the time I really just started working on that. And of course, uh, NBA aspirations, I'm sure for everybody I always have. And, and, and that's something that you're looking forward to in the future is getting your game to that level as well. I'm sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I love college basketball. Um, but at the same time, my dream was being an NBA player. I, you know, I, don't, I want to play at the highest stage. So um, whatever it takes to do that, that's what I'm going to do. Did you have a chance to watch the Michael Jordan documentary by chance? I did, yes. What would you think of uh, that? <laughs> it's really good. I, I liked it a lot. Are you a Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant? Who, who's your favorite player of all time? My favorite player of all time is Larry Bird. Um, Boy, you just are you just are saying all the right things right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, earlier I didn't want to say this. It's so weird you said that, Trey. But I was thinking he he reminds me of an, a very athletic Larry Bird, a young uh, Larry Bird, because he can step out, hit the three, go inside, play some as well. The same size, close to the same size, but just a lot more athletic than Larry Bird was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No question about the athletic part. That that's for sure. But uh, you know, it, it's just interesting. That documentary has gotten so much publicity, obviously, because everyone's stuck inside and everyone watched it. But um, you know, I always grew up as as Larry Bird was my was kind of my favorite player at that level. And but I I mean, you just have to respect Michael Jordan. And I loved why I I'm a I've been a Pacers fan since I was a little kid, but it was hard to hate the Bulls because they were so good. And and uh that documentary really, really shows a lot of the stuff that Michael Jordan was, was able to accomplish. And, um, you know, it, it's just cool. I mean, I, the NBA is, is obviously every kid who's, who's playing, you know, as growing up and playing AU and doing that. I mean, they're all trying to make it to that level. And, and Trey, you have, you put yourself in that category as, as a person that uh, most likely will get there. And, and uh, it's fun being from Indiana, having the opportunity to follow, you know, all the kids from the state that, that get onto that level. So it's, it'll be a fun process to keep track of you over the years. And hopefully we're keeping track of you uh, relatively close to the Bloomington area. Hey, Trey, have you thought about uh, the uh, opportunity of playing college with uh, Lander and Leo and uh, Galloway and, and Logan Duncan? I know, I know it's had to cross your mind. What's the appeal of getting to do that, that comfort, the comfort of playing with those guys? Um, it's just that, just the comfort of playing with them. Um, I think, um, as far as my teammates go, um, Cooper, um, is on my team. He just, the fact that we've played with each other for so long helps a lot. And I think, um, the fact that I've played with Flander, I played with Leo, I played, played with Galloway. I think, um, that would be, and it's, a, it's an easy learning curve and, um, it'd be fun. Is that something you think you could step into a situation and, man, you guys would have a ready-made team, just almost an advantage over other people because of that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And Logan as well. And is, how much does that go into a decision-making factor for you? I think that's that's a huge pro. Like, if we we're doing a list of pros and cons with every school, I think that's a huge pro for Indiana. Um, just the comfort level that you have there. and. Um, the players that they have. Cool. 
Well, man, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to join us here today. I know uh, you're busy with schoolwork, obviously, as you've talked about, uh, being such a diligent student. So, again, hats off for that, man. That's It's great to hear that that's a part of what's on your mind and one of the first things on your mind because uh, that's not uh, that's not a normal 17-, 18-year-old kid thing to say, man. So congratulations on being uh, mature beyond your years and beyond our years when we were your age, I promise you. Thank you. Thank you, and uh, thanks for having me. But you bet, Todd. Thanks uh, for chatting them up, guys. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed having listen to you guys talk as well. Appreciate it, buddy. Have a good have a good weekend. You too. This is Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary. Indiana Sports Beat is now a part of the Rivals Network. You can go to thehoosier.com to sign up. It's free. Catch the show there each day live or at your convenience. You can also like or follow us on Facebook, follow the show's rebroadcast, anywhere you podcast. If we're not on a radio station where you live, we should be. Let your local station know they need to carry Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle Leary or simply go to thehoosier.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.